Informant podcast should not be interpreted as legal advice and are intended for general information purposes only. Welcome to the Burn Foreman Take 5 Immigration Podcast Series. The Take 5 Podcast Series is a weekly, five-minute, high-level overview on what businesses need to know each week as it relates to immigration. My name is Melissa Azalian, and I'm a partner in the Labor and Employment and Immigration team at Burn Foreman, and I will be your host for this podcast series. I've been practicing in the immigration arena for more than 20 years, working with clients in many industries such as manufacturing, healthcare, food and beverage, and education. So let's get started and talk about immigration this week. In today's COVID-19 environment, employers have many priorities to juggle, including managing return to work issues, protocols with COVID testing, and for those with an international workforce, Sometimes visa challenges, including employees who may be stuck abroad and unable to return to the U.S. in the desired time frame. And really, the list for the HR professional goes on and on and probably will go on. But today, I want to cover a topic that oftentimes gets forgotten or overlooked until a company is notified of a state or federal immigration audit, or perhaps when a particular immigration issue regarding an employee status pops up. And while I-9 compliance may not be on the minds of many employers at this time, it is a good time to conduct an I-9 self-audit to make sure records are in order and that the company is following rules, both federal and state immigration laws. Remember that there are more than 25 states that have their own immigration laws, so it's important to understand your rules and obligations as an employer. Now, why is this important? Well, it may be true that ICE and Homeland Security investigations have slowed down their audits for the moment, but they will be back and it won't be long before they may be knocking at your door. Certainly, these government audits bring large amounts of money to the government coffers. So take this time to ensure that your business is in compliance with the immigration laws and make sure your house is in order. Now, one of the best ways for a company to feel confident upon receiving an audit notice from Homeland Security is to develop a habit of routine, internal, or self-audits. And I'd like to give you today a few recommendations for a successful audit outcome. First of all, review all of your I-9 forms or a representative sample that you select on non-discriminatory grounds and determine if you have any I-9 opportunities or correction areas. Number two, you want to communicate with your employees regarding the audit to ensure a culture of open communication. You can notify them in a general sense that you'll be conducting an audit and may need to contact them. Number three, remember the I-9 correction rules. Section one should only be altered by the employee and or a preparer or translator if that's needed. You should make sure that corrections are clearly identified and marked on the form, and you should follow a consistent method. And if the employee no longer works for the company, then you should collect a signed and dated note identifying the errors and attach that to the I-9 form with your explanation. Number four, corrections in section two and three should only be made by the employer. And remember to never erase, cover up, or backdate information. Number five, prioritize I-9 forms that have never been completed. Maybe you have a group of employees that have a missing I-9 form or those with substantive errors and know the difference between substantive and technical errors. Attach a signed and dated note of explanation to the back of the I-9 form. So remember, due diligence and routine I-9 self-audits will prepare a company well in the event that ICE comes knocking. 
Now, what's the bottom line to all of this? Well, civil monetary penalties are the most common assessment in an ICE audit, although criminal penalties can be issued. And in April of 2019, there was a pretty substantial fine increase by DHS for I-9 violations for those that occur after November 2nd, 2015. And those penalties for substantive or uncorrected I-9 violations range from about $230 to $2,292 per violation. And of course, penalties for knowingly hiring or continuing to employ an unauthorized worker are even higher, $573 to almost $22,000 per violation. And employers should remember that most I-9 violations are considered continuing violations until they are corrected. So the key takeaway here is take a moment now, even though it's a really busy time, to make sure that your immigration records, both state and federal, are in compliance and that you're doing the best that you can do to help your business in the event that ICE does come knocking. That wraps up our Take 5 immigration update for this week. I hope the update's been helpful as we strive to cover business immigration issues at the forefront. If you have any topics you'd like to see addressed or if you have questions, please reach out to me at mazallion at burr.com or any other Burr Foreman attorney. And to find podcasts, webinars, and legal resources on immigration, please visit our website at burr.com. This series is available on Apple Podcast. Thank you for listening and have a great day.